it's not that simple because there are typically so many guardrails that you have to like it literally this one video that you saw with the trending sound from last month is going to take like six weeks to even get approved and mm-hmm. so then you can't even put like it t- there are so many steps to even post that video but like I'm not saying social media is the hardest job in the world because I mean we've got doctors surgeons you know lawyers right but I will say and I, this might be controversial I Okay, we are back for another episode of GMTA, and it's been a hot minute, <laughs> like a very hot minute. A really super duper hot minute. I know. I think it's funny because we started out doing this every week, and then we were just like, whoa, we cannot do every week anymore. And then we were like, let's do bi-weekly. And I think right now we're doing like, what, like once a month? It's, it's life is busy, man, and it, it it's been so hard to sit down and record. But yeah, we we're back for another episode um today, and we're gonna get into it. But Sam, you know, I'm gonna talk about this. This isn't on our doc. We would be like stupid to not talk about this. Haley Bieber and Selena oh Gomez. Oh my god, that is all over TikTok right now. Like, I work in social media. Sam works in social media. I have to forecast trends and I like look at TikTok when whenever I can. And I'm just like, I am getting no trends right now. The trend is Haley and Selena. Yes, like that's no, all literally, it is. literally. I so I'm a Selena stan. And Same. I I was of the 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 I don't like Haley Bieber crowd for a while. We and both were then yeah. Something about her, I was just like, oh my gosh, she seems so down to earth. She seems so nice. She came out with Road, and I love the Road um, lip treatment. And so then I was like, oh, I really like her. I like her content. I like watching her like little YouTube series. And now I just, I'm back to like, I don't know how I feel. I think it is madness right now because I was kind of in the same boat like I was never a really big Haley person and I didn't necessarily like hate her but like I back then I think when TikTok was first becoming like really big and everything we would get a lot of stories where people were people specifically in the service industry were coming out and saying that like they had really bad experiences waiting on Haley and I was like wow what the fuck is wrong with her Um, I saw that too and then I got over it and I was like, hey, whatever. Like, I have no reason to hate yeah, her. Same. And I still I still same. don't hate her. But same. like, I don't know. I think it's a little shady. And I'm like uncovering more about her on TikTok. Yeah, me too. I'm getting it all over my um, For You page. But like, I don't know. I always, I don't know what it was about her, but I always thought she gave Mean Girl vibes. Yes. And then I, I started to like her and just kind of forgot about it. And now I'm wondering if my gut was right like if I just thought that because she is a mean girl so uh, uh, for those of you don't who don't know basically what happened was Selena Gomez posted a video of herself on Instagram um having just laminated her eyebrows and Mm -hmm. she posts this video on her Instagram story and she's like oh my gosh I over laminated my eyebrows and then Kylie Jenner 
posted a story herself where she was zooming in on her and Haley's eyebrows same day. It was like, what, like two or three hours later? I think? Yeah, they were like on FaceTime. Yeah, a couple hours later. And the caption on her Instagram story, mind you, is like, oh, this was an accident or something. And so everyone was like, that seemed like a dig at Selena. Yeah, and a few weeks prior to that, um, Haley Bieber took down a video um, after... There was, like, a picture that surfaced of Selena, like, in a bathing suit, and it's, like, it's obvious that she has put on some weight due to, like, lupus and everything, and she, like, came forward and, like, said that, um, and she said that, like, you know, she's not gonna have, like, a model body, like, she's not a model, but, like, I guess right after she, po- uh, she posted that picture, like, that picture surfaced, uh, Hailey Bieber, Kendall Jenner, and Justine Skye, like did a video with like the voiceover that goes I'm not saying she deserved it but God's timing is always right and people like people were like oh my god like how could you blah blah blah. she ended up taking the video down um I saw that and then I saw that it was an old clip from I think it was lip sync battle or like rap battle or something yeah where yeah dissing Taylor yeah where the guy's like oh something about Taylor Swift's newest album and then Haley gags like on camera it was a TikTok. It was from years ago, but Selena commented on the TikTok and said, like, so sorry. I will always stand up for my best friend. Yeah. She's, like, one of the best in the in the industry or something like that. And so that ma- – so when I heard of the whole eyebrow thing, I, I Ashley and I were texting about it. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like Kylie Jenner's not stupid enough to post that for the entire world to see. But also it seems like way too much of a coincidence there's, that quick after way Selena Gomez. too many coincidences. Right. And I'm like, like, this can't be a coincidence at this point. I, I don't know. I just, I find a lot of things like hard to believe on the internet because I always give like benefit of the doubt. And I get that like people are reaching, but also like, there's some stuff where I'm just like, holy shit, like that happened. Like, for example, people are like resurfacing all these videos back when like Justin and Selena were dating, like way back in like 2011, like 2012, like them at the movies and like fans were following them. And Haley is in the background of like all these videos. Like she's there with like the groupies who would go and like, I know. stalk like them. The, the, yeah, literal like stalker fans. Oh my God. I don't know if you've seen. Stalker but Sarah. Everybody's calling. I don't know who that is, but everybody's oh, calling Haley. Haley Goldberg yes. like Joe Goldberg from you which is so funny and I don't know if you've seen all the jokes about the G tattoo she has yes okay yes. so for those who don't know Selena Gomez has a tattoo behind her ear and it's this cursive letter G for her little sister Gracie mm-hmm. um last name Gomez I don't know I think it's yeah. for Gracie primarily yeah I think um I forget like what the term is but um her mom was pregnant with Gracie after like a miscarriage oh my god I remember wait side note not side note (laughs) I kind of on topic my sister so my little sister was a huge Selena Gomez fan like huge 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 wait was she at the concert that she didn't go to because yeah we were gonna go to Jingle Bash I was there oh my god so were we I literally bought the tickets just to see Selena Gomez and then she didn't show up because of the family emergency and I was like we went to Jingle Bash and it was like LMFAO okay side note um (laughs) So the the G, whatever. Haley Bieber has 
the literal exact same tattoo and the exact same place, same font, letter G, which like cannot, cannot be a coincidence. It's, and everyone's making fun of her. And they're like, the G stands for God, I want to be Selena Gomez. The G stands yes, for Gomez. Yes, the G yes. stands for Goldberg. Like, it's so funny. Then, okay. Do you also see like the weird coincidences in like fashion too? Yes. Yeah. Yep. For sure. I've seen like the side by sides of like Mm -hmm. red carpet looks and stuff like that. And then I don't know if you saw, but I I think Justin Bieber was on live or something and he searched Selena Gomez Coachella outfit. Yeah. Um, And then on top of that, you know how like Selena has her own cooking show. I saw that. Haley now has her own cooking show in her her kitchen. Yeah. And apparently I need to like watch it for myself, but apparently... She said something like word for word that Selena Gomez said in Selena and Chef. And people were just like, what the fuck? I did see the interview that she basically said word for word where Selena's like, I just wish people knew my heart. And yeah, like that's a common thing, I think, for celebrities to say. However, she literally said it like word for word. There's just so many different things. Um, I, the- I, I was saying to Ashley, like. I would just love to be a freaking fly on the wall in the Bieber house right now. Oh, same. And like, see, like this has to have caused, this has to have caused some sort of rift in, in their relationship. Like, I know it's none yeah. of our business, but like what I would give to just know like what's know. going on it's, in their house right now. It's so bad <laughs> how much like I want to know, because again, this isn't my life. Like I shouldn't care. Like I have better things to do than oh, yeah. to care about like all same. the celebrity drama. Like, at the end of the day, I love Selena Gomez, but like she's not really doing anything for me. Justin Bieber isn't doing anything for me. Haley Bieber, right, for fuck's sake, is not doing anything for me. Although I will say her road peptide <laughs> lip treatment did d- does save my lips. <laughs> That's the one good thing she's done for me. Yeah, there's so much going on in the celebrity world right now. And if you don't know about it, then you're clearly not on like TikTok because maybe we're just chronically online. I, yeah, that's true. We do work in social media. I mean, that's kind of the perfect segue into, into today's episode. episode. <laughs> maybe that's what we should caption the episode chronically online. That's Chronic- so funny. That is funny. Um, So a couple weeks ago, Ashley and I were going through a couple of topics for the upcoming weeks on the podcast. And we were like kind of have we were we were kind of having a little like creative block and we yeah. were like we cannot think of anything and suddenly it dawned on me i was like ashley we are so fucking stupid <laughs> social media we've never done an episode about social media and we both work in social media like that was our first job out of college and it's our it's our current job yeah literally our what we have jump started our careers with and yeah. i think like outside of our jobs we've both always had kind of an interest in social right. media um, and so it just absolutely blows my mind that we've never thought to do an episode about it. I know. It's it, <laughs> it's literally one of the biggest things that our world revolves around today. Yeah. And like ba- basically everyone's on social. And I think it's even more heightened that like it is a big part of our world today. But it's even it's an even bigger part of like my world and your world because we are constantly consumed. In literally it. can't even like, like catch a you, break. You cannot escape it. Um, So that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today, Um, but kind of just like getting getting into like a light note before we get into like all the deep stuff. Um, Sam, I want to know what's your favorite social media platform? TikTok. For sure. TikTok. How about you? I was going to say probably Instagram. Yeah. 
I I just get like the satisfaction of seeing my friends on Instagram because yeah. like, I like seeing their lives for sure. Um, I like that too. That that's like one big thing for me, but also like. I don't mind watching Instagram reels like I used to shit on them like all the time because I was like oh they're trying to be TikTok like they're never going to be TikTok but now I kind of just have like one platform for everything and it's yeah. like I get like my foodie videos I get like my funny memes and everything but I still love me some TikTok it's just I think I spend a lot more time on Instagram. That's so funny you say that because I feel like I spend like I, I barely go on Instagram I come in every once in a while to like drop some photos and I'll scroll you know when I see my friends but I feel like most of the time my feed is just influencers Mm -hmm. which I'm like okay with because I do like following some influencers but I'd rather see my friends content and I I I, sorry go ahead no I was gonna say um one thing that I started doing is I started unfollowing like bigger people on my Instagram Mm -hmm. like I you have to be a very special celebrity for me to like follow you know on my Instagram or like a big enough influencer to where like I really really care otherwise I just want to see my friends and if I want to check up on your life then I'll search your name like I'm pretty sure I unfollowed Justin Bieber um I actually don't know I could still be following him mm-hmm. but like I don't see him on my profile and whenever I do want to look at something on his feed I'll just type his name in yeah I guess that's a good point I should definitely do like a little following cleanse but the reason why I like TikTok so much is because I feel like it makes me laugh the most out of all the socials and I feel like we're kind of getting away from this a little with Instagram now but I think for so long Instagram is perfectly curated and you know I I think it's so much about like your the highlights of your life your life filtered I think I like the authenticity behind TikTok yeah especially given that I I work in corporate social media and so much of what we do is so between the lines yeah and I I really like getting on TikTok and like I feel like people are just way too comfortable on there sometimes even too comfortable to the point where it's like not a good thing but I feel like for the most part, TikTok has been a really good place for people to just kind of be their authentic selves. And so I love it. No, I, I hear that. I'm kind of going off of that. What is your least favorite social platform? Facebook. Oh, okay. 100% I was, Facebook. I was going to say Twitter. I love Twitter. I am never on it. See, I get all my news from Twitter. I get all my news from Instagram and TikTok. Fair, fair. See, I hate Facebook because... I just feel like it's just become like the Karen platform. Like it's literally just people complaining. I only like going on Facebook to read like the drama in like my hometown mom's Facebook page. (laughs) And then like I like to read the same thing for Josh's hometown. Um, And then the other reason why I hate Facebook is because I just hate Mark Zuckerberg. He creeps me out so much. Is he a genius? Yes. But he's so fucking creepy. (laughs) And um, I just like. I hate the whole idea of like the metaverse. It just really creeps me out. I think we need to keep some things real. (laughs) Um, That's fair. And I just hate it. And I also fucking hate, 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 hate your hair and makeup. No, you know that, you know that (laughs) meme. No, do you know? Yeah. Um, Not you, Ashley. Ashley's not wearing hair or, (laughs) or or, she's wearing hair, but she's not wearing any makeup. But I, even if she, I would never tell her that I hated her hair and makeup. Anywho, as I was saying, um, I fucking hate the new rollouts and the new beta testing that they're doing. I don't know if you have to use Facebook for work, but for my job, 
we have a ton of Facebook pages Mm -hmm. and they're like, they're just such a pain in the butt to, um, monitor because all of them look different and they're all on different platforms because Facebook's always rolling out XYZ in their beta testing. And they just laid off like what I want to say, like, I don't know how many people, but like half of their employees and so like they don't even have the support available anymore to help you so I fucking hate Facebook very passionate extremely yeah I don't use Facebook that much the only time I ever really use it is to upload pictures into like my profile for my family to see because that's how my family stays in touch with me uh because you know not all of my aunts are on like TikTok and or on (laughs) on Instagram and like TikTok so um, I mainly use it for that. And then I also use it for like all the drama yeah. um, in the neighborhood. And then just I also like seeing what my family is doing because they're very into like updating their statuses. And they also post a lot of pictures. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I want to see what's I going on in your life. I also use Facebook to like stalk people from my hometown that I haven't seen in like <laughs> years. Like someone that I just randomly think of and I'm like, oh, what's Joe Schmo up to? And I literally haven't talked to him since I was in like seventh grade. But I know I'm still friends with him on Facebook because it was the only social media platform that was out at the time yeah, aside from Twitter. True. So. I'll go on Facebook and I will also use it to help me like remember people's birthdays. Oh, that's smart. Cause you can't really get that on like Instagram unless yeah. like you look I for mean, like, like a post where like they're celebrating. Yeah. Their yeah. Birthday, yeah. And that's like, so tedious. Obviously like the important birthdays. I remember myself or I have them in my planner, but like, you know, just acquaintances that like you would feel bad if you didn't say happy birthday to. I use Facebook. No, to that's remember. fair. Um, well now that we got the, our favorites and our least favorites out, I think We've always said that we work in social media, but I don't think people like understand what we do. And I don't know if I even understand what I do <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I think I think it's interesting because like you could work in social media, but you could like your day to day could be completely different than like one of your peers. Like I know my day to day is not the same as Sam's. Yeah, like, no. And even like my day to day is not the same as like my counterparts in other states within my company yeah so it's it's an interesting career it's definitely an interesting career I will come forward and say this is not a career I thought I was going to be in like I was very dead set on being a nurse and I've expressed that in the past like I I swear to God, like, I did not even know that PR and, like, social and all this, like, was an actual mm-hmm. thing until college because I was never really exposed to it. Like, yeah. I never thought, like, oh, my God, I can get a job doing this sure. and I fucking love it. Um, I also hate it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, like, it, it is a very big part of my life and I'm very blessed for it. But, I like, what, I guess, can you share about your day-to-day? You know, I – so I work in um, – the corporate space and I work for a household name real estate company that shall not be named I mean if you go look at my LinkedIn you can figure it out yourself I'm just not going to say it on here for you know privacy reasons or whatever (laughs) um but I I I don't even know where to start because every day is so different but a lot of it is like um obviously since I work in real estate I work with a lot of real estate agents who need support with their social media channels. So I will meet with them and help them to grow their social media strategies, kind of audit their profiles, tell them what they're doing 
right, what they're doing wrong, what they could be doing better. And I work with agents from, you know, both sides of the spectrum all the way from like someone who doesn't even know what Facebook is and needs to help needs help creating a profile to someone who is like social media master incredible at creating mm-hmm. graphics in Canva takes awesome you know TikToks and has a, an awesome profile and it, that seems like it can't get any better so that's like really the main part of it um, I also just help manage our company channels that support like recruiting and retention initiatives and um, you know the different things that like would make people want to either join our staff or affiliate with us if they're a real estate agent as well as like kind of helping people out with tech support things I create graphics I write copy I help keep all of our pages compliant um, I do some some things for uh, our local our local CEO in Chicago um, and I, I support I support Chicago as well as um, the rest of Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, and Texas. Crazy. So yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Absolute crazy. See, like it's interesting, like you saying that because like there are times where like I like I know what you do, but at the same time, like I really don't know what you do. Like I have a general idea, but I'm just like Sam. Like what the fuck do you do all day? Because I know it's not the same thing that I do all day. <laughs> but yeah, it's always nice like learning a little bit more. I know my like it, it's different for me um I I guess I was like almost similar to you when I was in like the corporate space um it was like when I was doing corporate social it was very very different from what I'm doing now um I have a lot more freedom <laughs> in my new job like I work for a hospitality group and um I just I kind of get to create like my own role which is really nice and like be like what I want to be like in that role obviously like there are certain guidelines and stuff because I was hired to do like you know a few things here and there but um I get to do like a lot of video editing I get to do a lot of like trend forecasting um I get to go ahead and like take the videos and like help with like creative direction um I also work on graphics from time to time for like social posts um copy as well like doing the uploading um and kind of just like helping be or I'm helping the bigger picture I guess because Mm -hmm. like it still dips into marketing where I can like share ideas uh which is really cool so all around like I like I just don't even know how to describe my job because I get to do a bunch of different things and like they don't tell me no which I appreciate Mm -hmm. like it's very much like whatever you want to do like we're here to support you awesome so very blessed for that but um aside from like getting to know what we do for work I think another important thing is because we work in social um we have to separate work from downtime yeah um and in a lot of people's downtime they hop onto social media and guess what we do the same thing yes even though we're on it like literally 24 7 so um how how do you feel using social media like outside of working hours like how does it affect you so for me I um I feel like I I 
I don't know how to explain this, but there are a lot of legalities and a lot of guardrails around what you could do in real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that for work, I work like directly with Instagram and Facebook. Um, and so when I'm on Instagram and Facebook, I'll sometimes see like, oh, some ideas that I could utilize later. I'll see something about real estate and I'll see some stuff on TikTok, but I don't use TikTok for work because our corporate doesn't have a TikTok. Mm. The agents individually do, but they're all, you know, independent contractors just affiliated with us. So TikTok is really like my escape and where I like really enjoy a lot there. So I I love scrolling TikTok and I find myself just not frequenting Instagram and Facebook as much because I do it for work. I think that might be why I like Twitter a lot as well because we actually got rid of all of our Twitter platforms um, because it wasn't really it doesn't really make sense for business to business. So yeah, I don't know. Does that make sense? No, I think that definitely makes sense. I feel like I need to like dip into Twitter more because like we didn't really use Twitter at like my old job and they kind of like started using Twitter again and I, I, I follow them. So I like, I see that it's been successful. Um, I can only assume, but I don't know. Like I think we, we don't really use Twitter at work either, but, um, we're on like every other social platform and I think like the majority like for me like I'm mainly on like TikTok and Instagram and I guess like the downfall for me is like those are also the apps that I like to use in my downtime so it's like it's hard to like separate like the work-life balance when it comes to like those platforms because sometimes I go into work mode like Yes, it's my free time, but if I see something that I want to save for, like, inspo, I automatically will save it into my work folder. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes I sit and think, I'm like, should I be doing this during my downtime or should I be doing this, like, during work? Because no, some, same, Because sometimes same. I get lost in it. Sometimes I'm doing it for myself and then I'm like, oh, what else can I find for work? And then I'm down a rabbit hole of, like, spending an hour or two on Instagram just same. saving things for work. I, I think that – so social media is one of the most difficult jobs to have in terms of work-life balance because you can't get away from social media. And I don't know about you, but I'm signed into so many corporate accounts on my um, phone that I can never take a social media break or never delete the app because it would be such a pain to log Mm -hmm. back into all of them. So I just kind of have to grin and bear it. No, I totally get that. Like, I I have my notifications on just because I never know like if an emergency is going to arise um, and I know I'm not like high up like the corporate ladder per se but still like if it involves me it involves me and like I like to keep like eyes and ears on everything mm-hmm. but like there are times where like I'm sitting with my boyfriend and he he sees like my watch buzzing or my phone buzzing he was like why don't you just turn your notifications off and in my mind I'm just like I don't know like can I (laughs) yeah and then like I don't know about you but I'll see something that like reminds me of work even if it's not necessarily like an idea I can use for work and it'll be like midnight on a Mm -hmm. weekend and I'll just be scrolling and I'll be like oh let me go look at my inbox and then I'll go to my inbox and I'll see if I like had any you know emails after hours and then I will like be tempted to reply to it and I have to kind of like catch myself to like close it and be like you can look at that during your work hours tomorrow yeah no I I get that and I think like I don't know if I've ever like expressed this with you and I guess I'm gonna like express this like on the pod but like I because social is just like a really big part of my life and I have enjoyed it 
Um, don't get me wrong. Like I get burnt out, but I think that now more than ever, I need to find a way to separate myself because one, like I'm doing like all this stuff for work, but then I have like my side hustle. So I'm like doing my side hustle and I'm like, I'm doing all like the Mm -hmm. same things that I'm doing like at work for that. Um, just with, I'd say like a little bit, if not equal, like ownership. Um, but I'm also like starting to take my own personal, like TikTok platform and my own Instagram page, like more seriously for myself because I kind of like want to brand myself on social like that's what I see as like the next step for me not necessarily becoming like an influencer or whatever like you know we've had conversations Mm -hmm. like this before but I want to figure out what my niche is because I use the platform regularly so why not take advantage of it it is Mm -hmm. something that I'm passionate about Mm -hmm. so why not like blend everything that I know together yeah um so that's where I think it's going to get tricky for me down the line because it's like when will I have downtime? No, I totally feel that. And then I feel like when people know that you do social media, you get like your brother's uncle's sister's goldfish reaching out to you and being like, hi, I'm starting a business. Can you like run my social media and I'll pay you like on the side? Like, I don't know about you, but I think social media is one of the easiest, like not easiest, but um, one of the career paths in which you can have a lot of freelance things going on. Like I always have someone being like, can you do this? Can you do that? Which is great because it's extra money, but also people, people don't realize how much work it is. They underestimate and how they much work. underestimate yeah. how much they need to be paying you. And it's really hard to advocate for yourself sometimes. Yeah. I am actually in this woman in marketing group on Facebook. Me too. It's probably the same one. I see so so many people getting underpaid and so many people are like coming forward and talking about like these freelance jobs and like how much people are like willing to pay them and it's insanity because it's like your time is worth so much more right right these skills like as silly as it may seem like people will shit on social media as a job but I don't think people truly understand how difficult it can be like it it's not like you can snap your finger and just come up with something like a lot of things matter, especially if you're like creating graphics like you can't mix around like certain like fonts yeah, that yeah, don't yeah. look good together. Like it's it sounds stupid like talking about it, but it's really not. And something that I appreciate is like people around me who haven't really been exposed to social media and like learn more about like what I do. They kind of open up their eyes and they're just like, wow. I didn't realize that you do as much as you do because yeah. when you hear people working in social media, people like automatically assume like, oh, easy job. They just like dance around on TikTok all day. But no. like even like to your point, like your job doesn't have like a corporate social, right. a, a corporate TikTok page. Yeah. So, And yeah. it's like, it's not that simple because there are typically so many guardrails that you have to like, it literally... This one video that you saw with the trending sound from last month is going to take like six weeks to even get approved. And mm-hmm. so then you can't even put like it. T- there are so many steps to even post that video. But like I'm not saying social media is the hardest job in the world because I mean, we've got doctors, surgeons, you know, lawyers. Right. But I will say and I, this might be controversial. I I don't know because I'm not an influencer, but I fully believe that being in social media for a brand or for an agency or for corporate is so much harder than being an influencer because when you're an influencer you can make your own brand and you don't really have any guardrails whereas like you and I there is a certain amount of 
like there is a line in which yeah, we can't cross. Yeah. You know? And so I think it's really, really hard to accomplish things and, and to get in on, I mean, maybe more so with my job than yours, get in on certain trends. Cause it's more acceptable for like yeah. a hospitality group to get yeah. in on, you know, sounds that might be like more silly, but like in real estate, it's like people take it very seriously because mm-hmm. they're selling people's homes. Right. So it's, it's hard to, you know, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it, it does make sense. And I think it's even just like, I think most people can maybe understand cause I've seen TikToks where it's like, the marketing intern like presenting this and that to like the CEO or whatever you know but like even like I see stuff on LinkedIn all the time where it's like people underestimate like you know social media managers like let them do their job if they are presenting something to you it's because they know that it's gonna work or it's worth testing yeah like they are the expert in their field the other like pet peeve of mine since you brought up interns is when people are like when someone when a brand makes a mistake on social media and the first thing people say are like, oh, I wonder what intern's getting fired today Mm -hmm. or like, oh, the intern's probably in so much trouble. Like you think the interns are going anywhere near this page. You are sorely wrong. Like, no, I get that. I remember like when I was with my old company and we were starting to do like fun stuff on TikTok, like, there were comments about like interns and everything and I was like I am not an intern my counterpart is not an intern like we are both like fully employed like we went to school for this like we had to fight for like all of this so I I get it have you seen like the um the e-news thingy Mm -mm. so there is this woman who wrote down like she wrote all the captions for e-news that like people loved like for instagram and everything and when she left e-news she came out and said hey it's not an intern behind the screen it's me i've been doing the captions for x amount of years because i guess like anytime like something like funny would pop up on instagram a shit ton of people would comment like oh my god who's the The intern's killing it give your intern a a new raise like yeah I would say like 99.9% of the time, the intern's not coming anywhere near the actual social media page. Maybe they ideated, you know, in a meeting or something, but like very rarely, unless it's a small company or like a startup, are you going to see an intern like actually typing out the tweet and hitting send? Yeah. Even then that like doesn't happen. They get, there need, there's stuff gets planned yeah. out. There's an approval process. Like people need to approve all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <sighs> But anyways, um, moving on, because we like went on an yeah, entire like Yeah, total <laughs> soapbox, but um, kind of gearing away from work and just into like social media in general, I feel like there are so many positives and negatives to it. And I think that most of the positives outweigh the negatives, but there we, we would be remiss to not mention that there is an ugly side to social media. And I know we just talked about it, you know, in terms of like in our careers, but in, in just life, I think that it's no secret that social media is like one of the easiest places to get on and feel down about yourself because of this just idea of comparison and all of like the filters and Mm -hmm. posing and, and people showcasing, you know, day in their life that might not be realistic for you. Um, And I think, like, the good thing about that is, like, 
okay, you can get new ideas to like orient into your own routines or sorry, implement into your own routines or, um, you know, motivation, but it can also kind of be to your detriment. No, I, I get that because it's like, it's like you see people out here like doing all these like amazing things and like while it's cool to look at it's again like the comparison aspect like it's like why how come I'm not doing that or how come I don't look like yeah. that and um that's the thing that I've fallen trapped to a million times absolutely and I I try to reel myself out but one thing that I think I like always try to remind myself and this is something that um Harsh actually like says a lot uh when we go on rants about like social media is people get to pick and choose what they share like you are not seeing the full picture like you are just seeing what they want to show you absolutely um so it's like at the end of the day like while they could be doing like all this like cool stuff like like they still could be like going through like other things that we don't know about and like some people just might be showing off like I'll be like the first hit well not the first to admit but like um my boyfriend has a very nice view and like I'll post it on my story every now and then and I sometimes like I wonder I'm like I wonder if like there are people who don't stay in touch with me that think like this is my view because this is 100% not my view so like I question sometimes I'm like I wonder if people think that like I like I'm living like this lavish life because of what I post on social when in reality like I'm not living a lavish life like I'm still living at home like Mm -hmm. I I I pinch pennies here and there like I think even my parents like um like to say that like I'm like in the hot like downtown life and like going to all these like expensive places when in reality it's like no, I'm in downtown, but I'm not going to all these expensive places. Like, I'm still, like, very, very chill and, like, low-key, mm-hmm. like, living below my means, but. Yeah, but, like, to that note, I, so you you talked a lot about people, like, showing, you know, only what they want you to see and, like, only the best parts of their life, and I think, like, that's so true, and, you know, in that, we're, we're, on, we're only seeing the best parts of people's lives, and it's, as we said, easy to compare yourself it's really easy to compare yourself not only to like, oh, maybe they have this cool apartment or like she's so pretty and I wish I looked like her also to like where you are in life. Yeah. And kind of like you were saying, like you, there are probably people that are looking at you like, wow, like I wish I lived that life. And like when you're, you're saying it's not necessarily, you know, your reality, it's someone's reality. It's not necessarily yours, but there are people that are probably comparing themselves to you, probably comparing themselves to me. And there are, I think it's easy to like look at someone, even their career and say, oh, she's 24, I'm 24 and she's making six figures and I am not like, what am I doing wrong? Or even just looking at someone, let's say, who's been in a relationship just as long as you have and you see that they're getting married or they just bought a house and you're like, I don't have money to get married. What am I doing wrong? I don't have money to buy a house. What am I doing wrong? And you just don't know. They could be hundreds of thousand dollars in debt. Right. But they have a ring in a house to show for it. Right. And like that's like the flashy point of it all. I I'm glad that you said that because like Sam and I have talked about this like obviously off the pod and I've talked about this with my friends it is clearly engagement season because I am seeing people getting engaged like every other day I feel like it's been engagement season for the last like three years of my life like I like I remember and like Vicky 
you'll probably remember this conversation. Like I was talking to my therapist about this and I was like, Vicky, like so many people are getting engaged. It's kind of overwhelming. Like I'm so happy for everyone doing it. But then it's just like everyone's like either younger than me or my age. And I'm just like, what I know it feels fuck? like it feels like, am I behind yeah, or what's then, going on? But then like you think about it and you're like, okay, I am only, you know, 24 years old. Yeah, It's like you have to remind yourself like that's their pace. Like you're going at your own pace. Absolutely. Like, you are not ready. And if they feel like they're ready, then they feel, they feel like they're ready. For sure. And I think like though that's one of the things we see on social media all the time is like engagements. I just bought my first house. We just got our first puppy. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, yeah, we see all of those awesome firsts, but they're, most people also like aren't going to take a picture of the, them and their significant other after they just got in like their first big fight and be like, we just got in our first big fight. Right. He slept on the couch last night. Yeah. Like, or, we, like, we don't know everything behind the scenes. And right. That's just something that I think we like all need to like remind ourselves because I can 100% like say that majority of you listening compare yourself to people that you see. I think there's Instagram. not like a soul on this earth that doesn't has not at least once compared themselves yeah. to someone that they saw on social media. Even if it's just like something that's very slight and minute like Yeah, and I I think it's perfectly normal, but it can also be really detrimental especially when it comes to like physical appearance and like body image and things like that. Like I know there are so many, for example, like filters that will alter our faces nowadays to give us like contoured face and like bigger lips and like fake eyelashes. And like, well, I'd be lying if I said I don't like being in like glam makeup and contouring my face with fake eyelashes and like plumping lip gloss. It's a little scary to like get on TikTok and be like just scrolling through the filters to look for one where maybe the lighting is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And then I have a whole different face. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of alarming. And knowing that I'm a 24 year old woman and I'm kind of alarmed by that sometimes. And I I still remember being 13, 14, you know, 15 teenager comparing myself to other girls from my school and other you know, famous people and influencers on Instagram before these like beauty filters, so to say, even existed. I cannot imagine what it's like being a young girl growing up and and like with all of these standards and, mm-hmm. and things on social media, not having the foresight that we have. Like we're alarmed by that. And right. their brains are, you know, obviously not as developed as ours. They don't have the same insight or life experience to know like this isn't normal no I I get that and I like I don't mean to cut you off but that freaks me out like for like in the future because like I know how it's affected like me but obviously now things are heightened with how much of a norm like social is and how much like stuff is being pushed out there to where I'm like oh my god like I don't want my kids on social media like I don't want my daughter to go through like mental breakdowns yeah and like nope. all this shit like it's it's terrifying it's so scary um and I, I don't know I just think like there's there's uh, I we could literally have so many episodes about this I feel like because yeah. it's just like never ending but something else that I want to talk about is like social media and like the advertising part of it mm-hmm. um social media 
is probably what has made me spend most of the money that I've spent in oh, my yeah. life, in my adult life, because Dyson Airwrap, I saw it on, on TikTok and I needed it. Like there, I, I you always, got me to buy it. <laughs> I always see those TikTok videos that are like, drop everything you're doing right now. Amazon's having a sale and here are the 15 things I bought that you, that you need. And I'm like, find myself sighing and opening the Amazon app or like, <laughs> targeted ads I don't know about you on my Instagram they know exactly what I want exactly yeah. what I like and it's with Apple Pay mm-hmm. oh my god it's so easy to get me to just buy something in a couple clicks of a button I feel like I am such a victim of capitalism when it comes to social media and like totally guilty of overconsumption. yeah I I agree I I think I've been a lot better about it when I first had my adult girl money like after getting my first job I didn't have anyone to really like guide me with like saving as much as you can like save and while I thought like I was being smart I was still like buying stuff that I didn't need I just bought stuff because I wanted it and because I could and then I like realized I was like okay you don't need everything you see like give yourself a break like give your wallet a break like you don't need it so I, I try to remind myself, yes. I'm like, you don't need it. Like, this can be, like, a spend, like, later on in life. Yeah, I'm trying to be a lot better about, you know, my budgeting and not being so, like, impulsive when it comes to shopping, you know, things that I see on social media. But, like, oh, my God. Again, it's just another, especially with all the PR that influencers get, it's just another expectation for, like, young people to look at and be like, Okay, I need the like I see 13-year-olds on TikTok that are like just did a haul. I just got the drunk elephant debronzy drops. I just got the uh Laura Mercier pressed powder. And I'm like, "Oh my god, first of all, you don't need that at 13." Like you said, second of all, that shit is so fucking expensive. Um, I, I don't know what that, that I just mumbled. I'm I'm scared for future generations. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like scared. sometimes I'm like, do I even want children? Because I feel like they're gonna be ruined. That's depressing. Yeah, <laughs> not by me, by social media, but also maybe by me. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of aspects to social. Um, I know that we kind of got into like all of it. Um, like the beauty, like the comparison, the advertising, the work it's it is a lot I don't think a lot of people realize and maybe that's just because that's the social media person in me um but I think it's very important for us to kind of realize that there comes a time where we need to give ourselves a break um and that is 100% like okay to do whether it's just deleting a certain app from your phone for a day or a week or putting yourself on do not disturb um, just like little things that you can do to give yourself a break every once in a while. Cause even if your social media is like unproblematic and you're just seeing like funny stuff, like 24 seven, I think sometimes you just need that screen break. Sometimes you got to touch some grass. Yeah. Go out into the sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I know that Ashley and I, I can speak for both of us. I know we're not the best at doing this especially given the fact that we, you know, work in social yeah. media. So if anybody, maybe someone that works in social media and is kind of 
figured out a good routine for cleanses or breaks or maybe someone who doesn't, we want to hear from all of you some ideas on how to give yourself that break from social. So definitely drop those in our DMs or maybe we'll put up a story that you can reply to, but we could we could totally use your tips. No, I agree. And kind of going off of that, if you are looking for a tip, I do have one to share. Um, and this is something that I talked about with my boss recently after our one-on-one. Um, if you have a hobby, like invest some time into that hobby. If, if it doesn't involve a screen and social media, yeah. like I know for me, my hobbies kind of look like going to the gym or baking, uh, two completely different things, but they take me away from the screen. Yeah. Um, and I get to like focus my energy onto something else into either creating the healthy body that I want or creating some yummy snackies for all my friends, family and coworkers. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but I think that about Concludes. tops it off. Yeah. Um, so we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you next time. We sure will. Bye. Bye. Bye.